Usually people outside the Christian faith don't realize that this is what Christianity is supposed to be about. Let's go back to the stranger in the cafe. Each of the options I suggested has a particular shape that helps us understand more deeply what is meant by good news. First, the news in each case isn't just something that has happened out of the blue. Each one of the announcements I mentioned assumes a larger context, as if it were a new and unexpected development within a much longer story. In the first case, the announcement comes amid the story of a sick and dying child. In the second, the longer-running story is that of the well-known sporting rivalry between the teams. In the third case, the announcement comes in the context of the slow, sickening decline of a whole region into social deprivation. The news in question makes sense within that longer story. Only by knowing this backstory can we understand why the new announcement is good news. Second, this news is about something that has happened, because of which everything will now be different. This news has significance. It makes an impact. It has consequences that alter lives. When you put good news within the longer story, it isn't just a matter of, well, that was nice, but now we go back to how things were before. In the case of the football victory, it might feel like that after a few weeks, but at the time it always registers as a new beginning. The child is going to get better. The whole region is going to recover. Life has been transformed. Third, the news introduces an intermediate period of waiting. The child is still in the hospital, but instead of waiting anxiously and sorrowfully, we are now waiting with excitement and joy for her to get better and come home. Half the workforce is still unemployed, but now they will lift their aspirations and look forward to healthy activity and the resulting prosperity. What good news regularly does, then, is to put a new event into an old story— point to a wonderful future, hitherto out of reach, and so introduce a new period in which, instead of living a hopeless life, people are now waiting with excitement for what they know is on the way. The Christian good news is supposed to be this kind of thing. The gospel of Jesus Christ comes as news within a larger story. It points to a wonderful new future, and it introduces a new period of waiting that changes our expectations. I am writing this book because I think many people, inside the church as well as outside, have seldom heard the gospel story told in this fashion. As a result, all sorts of things get muddled. Good Advice, Wrong News In many churches, the good news has subtly changed into good advice. Here's how to live, they say. Here's how to pray. Here are techniques for helping you become a better Christian, a better person, a better wife or husband. And in particular, here's how to make sure you're on the right track for what happens after death. Take this advice, say this prayer, and you'll be saved. You won't go to hell, you'll go to heaven. Here's how to do it. This is advice, not news. The whole point of advice is to make you do something to get a desired result. Now, there's nothing wrong with good advice, we all need it, but it isn't the same thing as news. News is an announcement that something significant has happened, and good news is what Jesus and his first followers were all about. At this point someone will object, My church hasn't forgotten the good news, we know that Jesus died for our sins, 
He took our punishment so that we could go to heaven. Isn't that good news? If you thought you were destined for hell, and suddenly someone told you God had done something about it, wouldn't that be good news? Well, yes, it would. But, and this is the shocking and difficult thing for many people, that isn't exactly the good news Jesus and the early church were talking about. In other words, while some Christian teachers have exchanged good news for good advice, others have preserved the gospel as news, but they are telling a different story from what the New Testament authors meant by good news. Yes, the good news is indeed about Jesus, and about his death and resurrection in particular. Yes, this good news does indeed open up a vision of an ultimate future beyond death, so that we live in hope and joy meanwhile. But the usual heaven and hell scheme, however popular, distorts the Bible's